to the Lipsticks podcast, where your hosts are myself, Jess Peace, and the wonderful Sarah McDowell. The Lipsticks podcast is your go-to place for good gay chat. Each week we discuss a hot news topic which affects the LGBT community. We talk about our own experiences, we add a gay made it word to our gay glossary, and we shine the biggest gayest spotlight on somebody that's doing something wonderful for the community. Hey Sarah, how are you? You are sounding so bright and breezy today, Jess. I am bright and breezy. It feels like summer. I mean, the sunshine. I'm in. I, I think. I think the sun has a big impact on my mood because. Yes, we're still in like a lockdown and pandemic, but the sun's out. So like, <laughs> it's positive, isn't it? We've got some sunshine, vitamin D. Oh yeah, the sun, I mean, it's it's a pretty generic thing to say that the sun lifts our mood, but it absolutely does. Like I've, I've felt so happy this week because of it. And also for people that have been listening and have probably heard week in, week out that we're in a lockdown, um, I'm sure they'll be pleased to know that there is now a bit of a roadmap for where we can start easing things up a little bit and this really excites me because it means that Sarah and I can actually meet in person I mean in the future at some point (laughs) this is crazy so how how when was it that we when did we first virtually meet Uh, was it last April or I think it was last April but we'd spoken on the phone a few times before that I just I just find it crazy that we've never met in person like I've never like, I've never really had a virtual really good friend. It's a weird one, isn't it? But, <laughs> it is yeah. a weird one. It is a weird one. And I also think, like, I mean, obviously Sarah and I are just friends, but there is a bit of a stereotype that, like, like lesbians have really great relationships virtually. <laughs> Can I? You've just ruined something, Jess. Oh, what? I was just gonna say, like, people listening to the podcast might have been playing the game, like, are they? aren't they are they <laughs> you know when like there's like two presenters or like two people like in a storyline and you never really know it's never really said like obviously we are just friends but I feel like <laughs> you just ruined that for people now because they can't have the little thing going on I'm so um, sorry if anybody was shipping us and they've had their hearts broken but unfortunately <laughs> we are just friends and um I'm very so I am so looking forward like this roadmap out of lockdown is a bit of hope like obviously they might have to push stuff back but I'm just so like we're going to be able to see see people again like and yeah um I just can't wait and there's hope there's hope there is hope. I'm excited to meet you. I'm excited to go to the pub with my friends and sit in a beer garden. I'm, I'm excited for dates. I'm excited to actually be at work again, actually. Yeah. I mean, I started, because I work at Holland and Barrett, um, and I started that role in a lockdown. So I've never really known what it's like in the office. I, I went a couple of times, because like last year they um, eased stuff, didn't they? And things. Yes. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm just I'm just looking forward to and feeling hopeful. The sunshine is out, and you know there is the there's the there's an end to the shit show, basically. <laughs> there's an end to the shit show. <laughs> so this week, Jess, 
Um, do you want to introduce what we're talking about or do you want me to? Um, I'll go for it. I'll go for this one. So I thought it would be quite nice um, to discuss this topic, actually, because it's something that I get asked about a lot. Um, and it's the difference between having a girl crush and then actually sort of fancying and admiring a woman, you know, that there's more than that. Um, and I just thought it'd be great for us to kind of just talk about our thoughts on it, like what differences we notice and yeah, I thought that'd be quite a good one for anybody that maybe is listening and is unsure. Yes, and I I think this is a very good topic because um, there is, yeah, there's basically, um, because quite a few of my straight friends have always said like, I am straight, but um there is the and I, they'll list off the one the one woman or one like female identifying person um that they would like happily go and in quote gay for <laughs> <laughs> um and it does get me thinking doesn't it um but what I thought um what would be good to start with is because as we were talking about this there was something that I remembered seeing on Instagram um, and it was like the different types of attraction that you can have. Um, so I just thought if we quickly go through them and then we can sort of go through like um, the difference between having a girl crush and like actually fancying someone and also sort of talk about times where we've um, like had a girl crush compared to like really fancying someone. Yeah. Um, so Jess, ask me, what are the different types of attraction? Sarah, one different types of attraction. <laughs> yes, you'd be quite surprised to know. Uh, so yes, uh, first up, there is sexual attraction. So obviously that is that is what it says on the tin. So that's when you are sexually attracted and aroused. So you aroused. Yeah, aroused <laughs> is a good way, isn't it? A good word to say. Um, but yes, you are sexually like attracted to someone. So the idea is that, um, I mean, to put it bluntly, you want to have sex with that person, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, romantic attraction. Have you heard of this? <laughs> are you suggesting that I've never been romantically attracted? No, to no, Jess. <laughs> I, I didn't realise there were all these different types. Yes, of Rom- course, yes. Romantic attraction is where you want to be in a relationship with the person mm-hmm. so it's not just sexually so it's not just like that passion animalistic well it doesn't have to be animalistic but oh, you know I mean <laughs> itself. Uh, physical attraction um so this is also called sensual attraction Ooh. Ooh. and this desire to be around others to be physically cared for and treated with love and affection um so you just want like hugs you want to be I mean this isn't very COVID friendly is it Um, (laughs) but I do miss that um physical do you know like in a hug or like I don't know just just like the little like physical attraction I am I am missing right now (laughs) genuinely just a a bit of a side step like so many people have said to me I bet you can't wait until like after lockdown because it must be sexually frustrating to live alone and not be able to see who you're dating. And uh, yeah, absolutely is. But also, like, I just want a cuddle. Do you know what I mean? I just want a cuddle. <laughs> Everyone just wants a cuddle. Um, okay, 
emotional attraction. So this is where you want to be emotionally present with another person. Um, so you want to share with them the things that you are feeling, you feel an emotional attraction. So you may have this with friends, family, or romantic partners. So I think that goes hand in hand with romantic partners. Um, so yeah, aesthetic attraction. So this is when you see someone walking down the street and you think, damn, they look good. Yeah. So I think that is sort of similar to a to a girl crush or a crush on someone or yeah. like, yeah. Um, and then there's intellectual attraction, oh and I have to agree with this one because I have I I'm I I feel that this is one of the things that I'm attracted to. Um, so into that intellectual attraction refers to the desire to interact with people. Oh no, okay, it's not what I thought it was. Um, I've got my little reference up, by the way. So we all linked we all linked to this in the show notes because I'm getting my information from BetterHelp.com. Um, but intellectual attraction refers to this to the desire to interact with people on a more I can't say this word and it's hilarious that it's in the intellectual attraction <laughs> section. <laughs> but how do you say cerebral, cerebral, cerebral? Is that a word? help me out Jess um, just we, laugh. go on yes we know what you mean go on you, so, so the same sort of intellectual level I suppose you want yes, to spend time with them right you want to spend time with them because of the topics that you discuss mm. or because because someone makes you think about things in new and challenging ways so that's sort of because what I was going to say is like sometimes I'm attracted to you know when someone's like smart or intelligent or yeah. do you know what I mean I thought but I suppose it's sort of the same thing, isn't it? Because, yeah. Um, so there are all the different ways that you can be attracted to someone. I mean, this is super interesting because the first thing I want to point out is that, like, surely in the person that you want to be with long term, they will have all of these things. Or maybe that's just, like, in an ideal world. Um, but I do think, like, certain parts of that, so, like, emotionally and, like, in- intellect and things like that, they come into your friendships so often Yes, and I think that I think that's the point here is that there's like overlaps, isn't there? So, yeah, um, so when you're in a relationship, like you yeah. might hit all of those different ones, but then, like with like yeah. friendship, for example, like you know the one where you just want to like be hugged and you want to be like, do you know what I mean? That's more with your friends, isn't it? But then the intellectual one that's that could be more platonic couldn't it because I'm actually sat here now thinking of examples of like all the different ones and like two actually spring to mind that aren't in any way kind of romantic or sexual and I think mine are probably more like aesthetic and intellect related where they're not sexual at all it's not like I want to be with that person but I can distinctly think of somebody for each of those things separate people okay so are you going to are you going to share or is this like, are you not <laughs> I'm going not, to share? I'm not going to name drop, but oh, okay. <laughs> for aesthetics, so this is actually interestingly probably the first like air quotes girl crush that I remember having. And it's somebody that I worked with at my first ever job. Um, and she now dates a famous musician and she's just, I just thought she was the coolest fucking person I'd ever seen. Like she was so, um, I don't know how to explain it. Like her style was really edgy. Um, she had like this gorgeous, like long hair, which was like really dark red. And Sarah knows me, I love hair. 
and she just had such a cool style she had loads of piercings and she liked like really cool music and things like that and in no way like even now as somebody who identifies as bisexual did I want to like be with this girl but it was very much like that you're so cool like I just want to be like you do you know what I mean yeah definitely and when I think about girl because I suppose there's there's different there's different levels of girl crushes aren't they because somewhat like some people who would say that they're like heterosexual or they're um attracted to like the opposite sex when they say about their man or girl crush it's normally like oh I would but then they they get their girl crush or man crush would be like oh I'm going get I would go gay for this person yeah but I suppose it's different for someone who is gay because like thinking about so for example I flipping love Catherine Ryan right I think she's an awesome awesome human being um and I just she's hilarious uh she like challenges stuff um and I just but I don't necessarily want to like have sex with her or I'm not like attracted to her in that sense I don't think I I'm more just I, I suppose I'm more look up to her I suppose and I I just I really respect her and I'm just like wow like you're a yeah and and she is and she's pretty and she so there is a bit of an an attraction but then I'm not like not like a sexual attraction yeah so I have a couple of thoughts on this and my first one is that so technically the definition of a girl crush is this admiration for another female that is platonic so there is nothing in there that is sexual or romantic so you I actually tested this on a group of friends earlier this week because I knew we were going to talk about this topic and I did some podcast research there (laughs) so I have a group of girlfriends and I messaged them and said who here has ever had a girl crush and they all immediately were like yes of course like could list off all these women and I said okay so what makes you know that you're not gay for them because I think the difference here is like, um, I don't know how to explain it. If you're saying that you would, air quotes, go gay for, insert female name here, or male, if it's like talking about guys, um, then I'm sorry, but that is just a crush. Because if you're thinking about that person sexually or romantically, so much that you would have sex with them or want to be with them or would go gay for them, then that to me is just a crush. There's nothing in there that is girl crush. Um, oh that is a crush like just across the board crush. yeah it's just a crush it doesn't matter it's just a crush whereas if take, it, the gender, take the gender out of it and what absolutely. it is absolutely okay. yeah so then this is just my thought people are welcome to disagree but to me that makes the most sense whereas a girl crush to me and I don't know if this is different because I am gay or whether I would have thought this before but it's like a person that you admire so much possibly look up to want to be like but have no interest in actually sort of doing anything with so for me it would be somebody like Emma Watson who like I'm a massive Harry Potter fan I grew up sort of reading the books and then everything that she's done for sort of like women's rights with the UN things that she talks about the fact that she's so like empowering about things like um you know pleasuring yourself as a woman and female body hair and things like that I love everything she does and there is like a massive level of like um intellectual attraction but I don't want to shag her yes 
and it is and I think that's just what's so like interesting about like being human is that you have all these different levels of attraction and absolutely thinking about it on another sense like I identify as um a lesbian I am attracted I want to have sex with and I want to be in a relationship with another woman because I'm a lesbian um I don't know like yeah, I just realised there, like I was really hammering the point. I am a lesbian. Yeah, Sarah, a lesbian. Are you a lesbian? Um, <laughs> I am a lesbian. Yes. But 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 there's times where I will see a man, and I I get that he's aesthetically good looking, and uh, he's either got like a really pretty face, or he's just got a really nice vibe or style, or like a nice vibe. I understand that he's attractive. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Okay. But I don't necessarily like. I don't want to like rip his clothes off, or but I, I, I just, I just think he's a very good looking, and I, I, and I appreciate that. And then, but then I also think like you know, in so me and Jess, um, we both work in search engine optimization. If you've never heard of search engine, if you've never heard of search engine optimization, so. No matter what anyone says, it's the sexiest um, like marketing <laughs> you can get into. Data made sexy, and I don't care if whatever that anyone else says. Anyway, um, but like, there's a lot of people in our industry that, from an intellectual point of view, that I look up to, and I'm like, oh my god, they are amazing. They know oh their, shit. you know what I mean, like. Genuinely, anyone talking passionately about their craft will drive me mad. And I honestly have had it with some of, like, some of, like, in a nice way, the geekiest, like, techie people. And they can just reel off all this information. And I'm like, fucking hell, that's attractive. But hear me out. Another point that I think is worth saying, and I've said this so much, and especially to so many, like, sort of gay women about other women, because I think we've said in a previous podcast that, like, because we're, we like women, because we fancy women, you know, we want to be with them. They're awesome. Why would we not? We don't, we don't fancy all women. Shock horror. Like, I also fancy men, but I don't fancy all men. Do you know what I mean? And I yeah. think it's so important. And I don't get why people don't say this more often. There is a difference between somebody being, like, good looking, gorgeous, pretty, sexy, whatever, and then being attractive, because attractive is you like uniquely to you like it's you it's how you feel about that person and it's like I can understand that people fancy David Beckham because he's a good-looking guy I'm not attracted to him though so to me he's not attractive in terms of me being attracted to him do you know what I mean but I can see the attraction for other people like there's so many women that I know in my life that are absolutely fucking stunning am I attracted to them no, I'm not, because there's a difference. Like, yes. obviously, I'm not saying... So I am dating someone that is incredibly fucking attractive. But the attraction is, you know, like, the, being stunning is the least of it. Do you know what I mean? There is a difference. Yeah. And, and that's an interesting point, um, because... So when you first start dating someone, obviously, to begin with, you need to have... There needs to be something, doesn't there? There needs to be some chemistry, some spark, yeah, sure. like something between you. And what I like, what I really like. So obviously, I'm dating someone, and the longer that we date, the more that we get to know each other. And I think we said this earlier on. Like, 
it sort of evolves, doesn't it? So yeah. it starts off at like one of the attractions that we we went through earlier, but then it evolves into into more. Um, I, I think most of the time it's like it will be the sexual, isn't it? The like you really fancy them, yeah. um, you're sexually attracted to them, and then um, like it it develops into something else. But then I have had um, other relationships where it started platonically um and I've not been sexually attracted to them and but then as I get to know them it evolves as well yeah. do you know what I mean so yeah it is an interesting point isn't it and it's just interesting how things change and evolve and um so, yeah yeah that's an interesting point because like I have a number of friends and I'm sure I've said it myself that like humor is so attractive that somebody yes. you might not necessarily be immediately attracted to can all of a sudden become so attractive to you because they're they're funny like yes. it's such a thing but I've said it so many times like especially talking about like you know with other like gays and nays about women like there's so many people that I think are stunning and I, I yeah I'm lucky to be dating someone that's stunning but that's like the last bit like that's the least bit of it so I can appreciate a really great looking woman and still not be attracted to her do you know what I mean yes it's all and there is, yes and I have to 100% agree as well and like for me um like there and I and I think this is across the board for a lot of people like there needs to be other things isn't there that um like you need to yeah like whatever it is it needs to it needs to evolve doesn't it um like and stuff so um I mean I I I'm just I could talk about this all the time (laughs) but I'm just (laughs) conscious um so but I mean I feel like we've covered that subject quite quite good is there anything else that you want to say on this point no I just I, I thought it was a quite a nice little nice little little it was an interesting thing to debate <laughs> well it wasn't really a debate was it because I think we were both sort of agreeing um sort of thing but like I mean get in touch with us if you uh like have a different opinion or you you want to get involved because yeah we like people's opinion don't we Jess? we do we do <laughs> I'm going to move on to this week's news topic. I'm, uh, I was saying before the podcast, wasn't I, Jess, that I was feeling a bit like drunk, but I've had no alcohol today. And I think it's just the sun. The, the sun's sun. got to my head. Oh. But um, it's absolutely not important at all. But there's a bird on the tree outside my window, and it's making me very happy. It's just, it's just like chirping around. It's so cute. Very, very adorable. Very adorable. Right. (laughs) This week's news piece, Jess. News piece. Sorry. (laughs) News, and the title is Eternals: Marvel's first gay superhero. Superhero movie is a big risk, packed with surprises, tease, teasers. Director, that title doesn't make sense. <laughs> Did you get that all right, then? <laughs> I think you're wrong. Internals uh, director thinks Marvel has taken a big risk with its upcoming movie, the Marvel Cinematic Universe film, to feature an openly gay superhero. The upcoming film will introduce a new race of ancient alien superheroes to their MCU, the titular 
internals, including Fastos, who is queer. The film is equally awaited by queer and non-queer fans, having been delayed a year due to the pandemic. Um, and now the director has sent anticipation to feverish new heights by teasing that Marvel has taken a very big, big risk with its distinctive visual style. Um, I mean, yes. I mean, I love the fact that we've got a superhero with a openly gay um superhero i think that's that's all well and good isn't it like we need more of that we do do we do need more of that it's in this article is the risk talking about the fact that there's a gay couple in it or is it talking about the way that they've decided to shoot the film well um i reading more into the article um so obviously we will link to it um, so the film will feel and look different because the team experimented with shooting a, on unique alien looking locations oh, okay. um, so the director said I think this is where Marvel really took the risk that we knew we wanted to shoot on location by shooting wide angle lenses on locations it's going to affect how you do visual effects now what's interesting is when you first read the title I think it's, I think it's a big risk because there is an openly gay character but I think yeah. what the director means is that of how it's been shot Okay, well, that's good, because I was just about to go, like, whole ass. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm so here for a openly gay couple in a Marvel movie. So I think before we obviously started recording, I was talking about um, Captain Marvel. So I've actually started working my way through the Marvel films um, in sequence, because one of my very good friends told me that I needed to. So I did. <laughs> um, but Captain Marvel, so the character there is played by Brie Larson, and... I think I am right in assuming that this character is soon to be like outed as bisexual or is possibly queer. I've seen a lot online about the fact that this character is queer um, and that this will come out more in like the um, sequel film. So obviously that is amazing that we've got like a, a title of like superhero that will be queer. But I think with this new story, it's the fact that there is going to be a couple. So like straight off, there is a gay couple. Yes. Yeah, I think I'm just so here for it. I'm so here for it, and like um, in a hero film as well. I've just, I've just had a, a quick Google of Captain Marvel, and I hope she's on our team, Jess. <laughs> so, so funny. I'm a very good lady. I watched that thinking, oh my god, like she's she's gonna she's gonna be gay, and it's it's gonna give me something else to like kind of be into. But I. I just to like nod to the podcast topic i think she's pretty but i'm not attracted to her yeah interesting interesting i However, see, we are professional podcasters people we are bringing back themes later on in the podcast well, <laughs> however wonder woman yeah absolutely all day every day them. like fucking hell she's she's stunning <laughs> Uh, well, yes. Well, um, I can't wait. Maybe we should do a viewing jest together and then review it on the podcast. Oh, yeah, that'd be cute. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. Okay, right. Uh, Jessica. Oh, so going serious. Please tell us this week's gay made up word of the week 
gay made up word of the week. <laughs> um, okay, so my gay made up word of the week this week is actually inspired by a cute little heartwarming video I saw where old gay men react to new gay slang and it was just the cutest thing ever. So if you if you want to watch it, I'll add a link. Um, but the word is gayby. Um, Gayby? Yeah. Can you spell it, please? Yes, so that's G-A-Y-B-Y. And it is, in fact, a baby gay. Ah. How we sort of have, like, baby dykes. And we are reclaiming the word. We're reclaiming the word dyke. But we have, like, baby gay, baby dyke. It's that, but it's a more inclusive term. I like that, baby gay. It's so cute, isn't it? I as when I say it, it brings a massive smile to my face. Oh, we're here for it. We're here for it. We're here. We're all for. We're all for this. <laughs> um, <laughs> I believe there's something you need to do, Jess. Um, can we put it in the dictionary, please? Oh yes. Uh, we need a book sound. Um, hang on. Hang on. Are you ready for this? Go on. I don't know if this is going to work at all. Wait. That sounds like a noise. Budget sound effects. <laughs> what? What do I need to do? What? What was that? There's something. You, there's something that you need to get out and shine. Oh, it's my big gay spotlight. It um. is your big gay spotlight. <laughs> I have a big gay spotlight. Um, okay, so this week I wanted to um, showcase a charity, which is, it's based in Sheffield, so obviously my my born and bred hometown, um, and it's a charity called um, Say It Sheffield, and what they do is they support um, LGBT youth with all sorts of services from, you know, help with like applying for things to, you know, just general advice and mental health support and things like that. And I actually know somebody who works there. Um, so sort of a, the partner of a friend who I work with. And I just think they're doing so many awesome things. Like I know a lot of people are currently raising money for the charity, but the kind of help and support that they provide um, young LGBT youth in Sheffield is so amazing. And I think, it's just worth just nodding to that, like especially in times like this when a lot of people probably do live alone or it's not as easy to go and meet people in that community. I just think it's it's so important that they have that support. So we'll link them in, but I just want to do like a little round of applause for all the great things that they're doing at the moment. Ah, yes, very good, very good. And it's, uh, yes, we need more organisations like this, don't we, supporting the community and doing the good stuff that they do. We do indeed. We do indeed. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, can you believe it, Jess? That that's that brings us to the end of another lipsticks pod. It's it's honestly, time flies when we're talking, and I feel uh, like. Come on. Sorry, you're making a lot of noise over there. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just realised because I said pod. Like, I don't know. Are you? Do you like? like pod instead of podcast or is it one of those words that makes you cringe because I, I know like some people don't like the word pod pod um I don't know how I feel about it to be honest I think probably because it makes me think of peas and then peas just make me think of myself because Jessica peas yeah. ah. <laughs> um, into your mind but then again when I try and say podcast really fast I can't say it properly 
Well, why are you trying to talk too fast? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um, on that note, this is where Sarah tells us that she's going to have her Sunday dinner at a very ludicrous time of day. <laughs> well, right. Can I just say, last week we had it at a more respectable time, but we're doing a virtual eating dinner with the parents um thing later which is like it's so weird that that is something that happens that nowadays that you virtually have dinner with someone that's cute like, yeah. end of the table like what what is <laughs> but yeah that's what that's what we're doing so, what? Plans? <laughs> oh god no you made me not <laughs> You're not going to tell us your plans? What are you doing? Oh, right. I didn't realise you asked. It was too really laughing at the idea of using it like a laptop at the end of the table. Um, I am going to make myself some food. I don't know what I'm going to have yet. Um, and then I'm going to watch some Grey's Anatomy and probably just put some music on and dance around the house. I know that sounds really, really lame. But whenever I go walking, I always have my earphones in. And um, then I get too excited when I get back, and then I just want to listen to music all the time. But obviously, the later it gets, I have to be that. Does remind me, um, like, because we don't always say this, don't do we? And some people might just start listening to this podcast on this episode. Mm -hmm. Um, But Jess has put together a playlist on Spotify. Um, so the Lipsticks podcast playlist, and it's full of wonderful gay tunes that will get you gay and merry. Gay. Um, <laughs> Do I say that, Sarah? People will be worried that if they listen to it, they'll turn gay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we need more gays. I mean, I don't think that's that. That's not a worry, is it? Really? Do you know what? Um, I, I was going to suggest this as a, as a news thing, but maybe maybe we don't need to get that into it. But apparently, more people than ever now identify as queer than ever before. Ooh. And I'm so here for it. Yes. So here for it. Round of applause. Round of applause. Yeah. Um, let's, uh, let's sign off, Jess. So uh, if you want to get in touch with the podcast, you can do that in many different ways. <laughs> um, you can stand on top of a hill and do the gay call that we all <laughs> What does it sound like? I have no idea. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. Anyway, moving on. Uh, we have a email address, and that is thelipsitspodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, we are on Twitter. Jess, what's our handle? We are indeed. We're at thelipsitspod. Pod. Oh, we've got pod in our... Um, I forgot that. Yeah, it's pod there because we didn't have enough characters. There were enough characters. If you search for the Lipsticks podcast on Instagram, we'll come up there as well. Um, if you want to get in touch with us personally, we are both on Twitter and um, Instagram. So I am Sarah MCD UK on both. Mm-hmm. Jess, you're a bit different, aren't you? You like to spice things up on different accounts. Uh, oh, <laughs> yes, I do. Um, so on my Twitter, it's at PSA, which is P E A C. E with three Y's on the end and on Instagram it's P-E-A-C-E with one Y and an X 
lovely stuff. And there's only one more thing left to say. No. <laughs> yes, I love it when I say it. And that is, see you next Tuesday, guys. <laughs> see you later, everyone. Bye.